There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. to the Wiseman Say podcast. Uh, I'm back and uh, your regular preview show, your best, your better preview show is back. Um, it's Thursday, the, what's the date? 9th. The 9th of November. It's 9th of 11th. Right, yeah. And I, I don't know why, uh, I don't know why I'm introducing this like I'm doing a live Channel 4 TV show. <laughs> but uh, it's Matthew and I'm back from my holidays and I'm joined as is always a pleasure by uh, Richard Easterbrook. Hello. I'm, I'm glad to be back. It's good, isn't it, to be back? Normal service has been yeah. resumed. Things have been shaken. It's been like Stranger Things and the Upside Down these last few weeks. I know you don't know. You don't know that. You don't watch it. But it's nice to be back. I have not seen the game at the weekend. I can't tell you anything about it. Yes, I've seen none of it, including... Well, actually, tell you tell everyone what we're doing in the podcast from tonight. Uh, we're actually upstairs. Uh, very kindly uh, had the upstairs opened specifically for us. Um, we're in These Things Happen in Roka. Uh, we've been here before and recorded from here before. But they've got their upstairs open now, and the food menu is in full flow. And the beer is very, very nice indeed. And it's a lovely setting, and there's some music on downstairs, as you might be able to hear in the background. It's nice, isn't it, here? It's nice. It still smells new. Like it's, new it does, yes. Yeah, it's nice. It's, it's good. Really well done out. Lots of exposed brick. Uh, good beer. It's a really, really good addition. It is complimenting the Harbour View very well, of course. Uh, so do head on down. Uh, there's music on on a Thursday, there's a DJ on on a Friday and a Saturday, and there's food on throughout the week. Uh, so yeah, they don't sponsor us. I don't know why. I just I, I know him and I know him and he's a nice man. So I thought I'd do that. Um, but uh, yeah, I didn't see any of the game either at all. Um, I, I was in I was in Belgium and it was nice. It's good. Where were you? I was, in, I was in South Shields. Nice. Yeah, yes. Maybe not as nice. It's maybe it, not well. As, as salubrious around and as, as Belgium or Bruges or Brussels or wherever you went. But well, both of them are in Belgium. Yes. Right, yes. Yes, I knew that. The South Shields is the land of the land of my father. <laughs> so uh, no, it was lovely. Lovely watching South Shields. Julio Arcas South Shields. Did they win? Yes, they did. Yeah, so that's hundred percent record I've got now. Who did they play? The Midlands. They played all of the Midlands. All of Midlands Alliance. No, it was Tamworth. Uh, we were top of the league at the time. Where did they live? Tamworth. It was Speedboat. Home, home of the services. Uh, I once lost a pool car in, in Tamworth service. You lost a pool car? Yeah, I didn't realise. I didn't know I was driving. I knew it was so at four. Did you have to just wait for like, everyone else to leave? 
No, I just like walk around with the fog. <laughs> yeah. and just keep pressing it, wait for the boop yeah. boop. Good that. Oh well, um, well we can't tell you anything about uh, the match on Saturday, which is good because I'm not that interested in it. Um, should we talk about? Is there anything else to talk about before we have to talk about football? Uh, I, I went to I went to football. I'll tell you about my football at the weekend. So we went to uh, I went to Brussels. Uh, we stayed in Brussels with uh, Walshy and a uh, friend of the pod, uh, Dan Howden. And we went to Varagam versus Ostend. We went to Leuven versus Vestalo. And we went to Circle Bruges versus Anderlecht. And our home teams lost on an aggregate score of 6-0. And we saw not one home goal. Um, the closest we came was Circle Bruges hit the woodwork um, when they were already 3-0 down. Um, and so I, I just I, I think I'd like to take this opportunity to say that I should just not watch any football again in, that. in those situations like I know it's very much hypothetical now had the score would you have celebrated oh yeah well, we were right into it yeah well, especially like Circle Bruce we were stood with like the ultras behind the goal yeah so we were, did. if I didn't I would have been in quite a lot of trouble we went there we went to Hamburg they played um, played Augsburg, and they were Hamburg were like bottom of the league, and they'd had a similar season to Sunderland at the time. It was 2015, yeah, 2014-15 season. So they had a similar season to us. And we were like, why do we pick these terrible teams? But on the day, Augsburg were like going for the Europa League, uh, and uh, they, like, Hamburg won three-two. Haven't uh, not haven't not scored for like three months. Well, we. Well, it was we were, incredible, and when the the, the the goal, the winning goal went in like in injury time, and it was an hour end, and we were in oh, the standing yeah. end. Oh yeah, and it was, went off massive. I think and you just couldn't help but get away. No, yeah. you can't. Like, I mean, the Varagam game on Friday night was <clears> was like was like an incredible experience because Varagam is probably like going to like Northampton. It's, very, it's just a street. It's quite. It's very nice, but it's just a street really. Uh, Zult Varagam, they once played Newcastle in the Europe the UEFA Cup years ago. Wow. Um, but there were just people very confused as to. There was lots of, what are you doing here? Yeah. Um, why have you come in? We're like, here for the football. And they're like, yeah, but Antwerp are playing and Liège are playing tonight. And we were like, yeah, but we've. Uh, so we pretended that Dan was a lifelong Varagam <laughs> fan. <laughs> and to a very confused man who had, in the De Hemel. Uh, pub who we gave a uh, sticker to which we designed which had the uh, his pub logo the Harbourview logo the Sunland and Varagan badges and Wilco and the Tyne and Metro badges on as well so a very confused uh, Belgian man has that in his pub now which is nice they're opening a few more it was closed so it must have been like because when I was over in the lakes uh, and it must have been like lunch hour awesome yeah because they do close during lunch we'll yeah. go yeah yeah it they've been on lunch since I think September now um, but uh, six minutes of this we should probably talk about football before people yeah, shout at us I mean the, the game that we didn't see on Saturday has the events of that day had, have had a direct effect yes it has had a knock on effect on Saturday yeah. in that we now don't have a centre-half. Well, we do. We've got centre-halves. So we just don't have one. We, we, we have, we're probably going to play more centre-halves than we usually do. Yeah. So, kind of... Uh, yeah. Kind of would have really liked Danny Barth to be, yeah, to be available for this. Yeah. 
is. I don't, I don't want to be flogging that particular dead horse, or very much alive horse, but yeah, we're going to have to put in two hitherto untested central defenders. So it, it looks like it's probably going to be Triantis and, well, and Sealed. Well, Mowbray has said that he's not going to change the shape. Right. So that means there'll be two centre-halves. He said that Seals in line for a full debut. He hasn't mentioned Triantis, so it makes yeah. me think maybe Hume... Because Hume could. Yeah. Yeah. I, I didn't, it's not an ideal situation to have Ballard suspended. Um, I think... I, I wouldn't play Seals and Triantis, I don't think... I, from what I saw of Triantis against Crew, I, I, oh. well, yeah, I wasn't at that game, but I've heard. <laughs> I, I saw, I saw the goals. And he seems to have just been in playing in the other twenty ones. He wasn't in the bench last weekend, from what I gather. Right. So, I would imagine it would be Sealed and Hume, or maybe Sirkin. Yeah, yeah, perhaps. Yeah, you'd, you'd think that if, if Hume's playing a centre half, you'd. He'd probably have to stick Huggins out on the right and, yeah. and bring Sergen bring back in. Start. I'd, I'd be tempted to play three centre-halves, to be honest. But he's, not, he's not going to do that. No. I, but then it kind of negates your wing-backs end up being Clark. Yeah, because what, what happened is what, what happened against Middlesbrough in the second half. Which uh, <laughs> isn't, isn't ideal. But also, as, as a result of um, uh, Lugo Nines suspension uh, Dan Neal's going to be captain yeah and we have a, a proper captain um, you know Neil deserves it I think yeah um, did O'Neill get booked for giving the penalty away or did he just get booked for something else uh, I'm not sure if he got booked for the for the penalty but I mean about time he gave one of them away well maybe he'll learn from, well he won't will he you've got to think that that now I'm not sure how much championship referees talk to each other. Uh, they have a group chat. If, if they do, if they do at all talk. Uh, saw that Gillette popped up in the Premier League uh, yeah. as, a, as a punishment for it's being so loser. useless. He was the one who made the final call on that terrible offside decision against, I think it was against Maguire, wasn't it? For Man United. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Down at Fulham. So, and then you see, see stuff like it was Anthony Taylor. Uh, yeah, he got demoted. Demoted. Yeah. Thanks for that. Yeah, and now he's, he's I think he's refereeing Man City Chelsea on Sunday. Um, well, he's he's he's, he's learned his lesson. Yeah, now, he's actually. learned his lesson. He won't do that again. No. Um, yeah. No, it's I don't, weird. I don't, I don't, I don't. You know, the ref, the referees um, probably will be like aware of of what O Nine well, does off the ball. Because a lot of what O Nine does off the ball is great, and it's like proper disruptive, yeah. and it's good to see, mm. but. Concentrating on on hugging someone as opposed to like attacking the ball it's ludicrous. or or blocking the blocking them off, making a run. It's probably what you need to be doing as a centre half, and well, it proves somewhat that he's not a centre. He isn't a centre half, and I think if you're sealed now, you'd be thinking, <clears throat> right, great, because a good game tomorrow from him, and obviously Ballard would come back in as the other centre half. You think, right, great, oh nine's not getting back in the team. Yeah, I think the worst worst case scenario. Is Seal has an absolute no, no. Is that Seal does get a game, but he starts at right back. Huggins plays left back. No, and I'm playing with a fake Tash. <laughs> no, <laughs> guy in No, and and Sergan and Hume play centre half. Yeah, I, I'm confident. And it's like my, I had that little bit of worry because that's what 
he did against Middlesbrough. Yeah, yeah, he just did. like you should, you can't do that. It'd be that would just be stupid. It would be, and it would be like it. It would be. I know there's been criticism in the past of of Tony Mowbray, perhaps trying to be too clever yeah. with, with stuff and putting players. I know I mentioned it in the group chat the other day. Is that he he made a big thing about playing attacking midfielder Nicky Bailey in a in a defensive midfield role, and he played really well. And that was it for the rest of it. And it, was like, <laughs> right. it was almost like, look, look what I've done. Like I'm really yeah. clever, and it's it works. Sometimes it works, sometimes yeah, it doesn't. Yeah. And it, I just feel like there's some somewhere in Tony Mowbray is that little bit of kind of like yeah. I can be really clever and make these and, and play two fullbacks in at centre half and have like have a try humour at centre half. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> it might work and it might work against a team like Birmingham, but then you play a team. That's lots better than Birmingham, and it won't. Yeah, I, I think. Well, Birmingham are an interesting one, um, and well, actually, we've got some information. Uh, oh yes, Birmingham we have. Yeah. By, uh, it's Chris from uh, from that Birmingham podcast. I can't remember the Birmingham. No, we can't remember. But but uh, well, 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 let Chris tell us all about Birmingham, and then we'll come back and uh, talk about crisps or something. <laughs> Hi guys, Chris from the We Are Birmingham podcast here. Um, my thoughts on Blues season so far uh, are that it was actually going quite well. And then we decided that we wanted to change managers. Um, I understand why, I've accepted why, uh, getting behind Rooney now. But it's difficult to judge our season so far when the new manager is only four games in. As for how we go for the rest of the season, again, it's a, a difficult one because we haven't really seen enough of, of Rooney understanding the, the squad and the team. Um, he's played a lot of different systems in, in a short space of time. I hope that we can we can stay and push in the top half of the table. Uh, realistically, mid-table, if we, if we can in the top half, then great. I expect that both teams will probably be around mid-table, top half. Uh, I could see Sunderland potentially making a push for the playoffs if, if players, important players for you stay fit. Uh, I couldn't really see Blues doing that this season, not with the way that the season has been shaken up. But if it clicks and... The, the championship stays tight as it tends to you know a run of games could see us sneak up there it's really difficult to say where Sunderland fans should be watching um, watching out for at the weekend because we haven't really done enough with the ball under Rooney I mean uh, we played our best stuff under Rooney so far against Ipswich at the weekend and Realistically, we didn't do enough with the ball. However, on the right, on their day, Dembele can be very dangerous. Um, Miyoshi can also be very dangerous and a, a very tricky customer. Uh, Jake's Jay Stansfield, sorry, uh, is probably one of the the best players that we've got in an attacking situation. His finishing is. 
really good. Whether he'll be playing as a striker, I don't know. Um, but yeah, the, the quicker, trickier players are the ones that you probably need to watch out for. Prediction for the weekend, I'm going to be try. It's fairly positive in, in our situation at the moment and go for a 1-1. Um, quite aware that it could it could very easily go either way as well. Um, if if we're on form and and things start to click for us attackingly, you know we could get a we could nick a goal and win it. Equally, we have looked fairly sloppy at the back, um, and there is, there is always the opportunity of giving a goal away. It, it could be more than that, to be honest with you. I don't think that the uh, song that's most associated with Birmingham City needs much introduction. One of the most famous in world football, I'd say, isn't it? Definitely one of the best. Uh, keep right on, of course. Up the blues. Keep right on till the end of the road. Keep right on to the end. Though the way be long, let your heart be strong. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable, too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Welcome back to the Wise Men Say podcast. Thanks very much to Chris from... We Are Birmingham Podcast. Which we'll tweet... Um, because I've forgotten the name of this. <laughs> yeah. um, it could just uh, be called that bit. It might be. It, it, probably could, it probably is. We'll, we'll, we'll dub it over. After. Yeah, we will. Yeah, we will. Yeah. In a funny voice. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, well, we do face Birmingham City uh, on Saturday after, on Saturday lunchtime. Actually, it's quite annoying, isn't it? It's a shit kickoff time. Well, yeah, and it's like, it, it touches on a, a, one of the listener questions that we've had, which is, why are we on Sky so much? I don't know. I feel that like some senior producer at Sky has gone. These play really entertaining football, mm-hmm. or or there's the opportunity for like something mid, like what like what happened against Borough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. they're, they're either going to be mint or absolutely terrible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're never going to be like oh, they yeah. just round out a one nil win. Yeah, so maybe that's it. And I think we must like anecdotally we're probably the most. Screened, yeah. Team in this league. Yeah, I'm sick of it. It, <laughs> it was because it never really happened in League One, where we were clearly like 
by miles the biggest team. No, because even we never really even like when like the other League One games on a Monday night during like internationals and stuff, or like yeah, we were not really on the. T- it was mainly during COVID when we were on mm-hmm. the telly, um, and that was just when they were putting loads of games on because there was nothing else to do. But now we're just like I mean that like the game on New Year's Day against Preston. Yeah. Who wants to watch? I mean, who wants to watch? I know, like, I get obviously there has to be a championship game on at midday on Saturday. Why does it have to be off stuff? I know, yeah. Can we can, all, can you like decline? Can we play it tomorrow night? Yeah, well, we did once, didn't we? Remember when Niall Quinn did it? Yeah. And I think we got fined. Yeah. <laughs> Told off. We won't be doing that. They put nothing on telly and said, this is your fault, then. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Look what you've done. Yeah. Yeah. It's just putting like a rerun of the 2008 League Cup final on. Yeah, putting out a worst game on, like. <laughs> Newcastle five yeah, something. Well, thanks for that. that. Cheers, yeah, nice. Cheers, that. Oliver. But yeah, no, I, yeah, I mean, it's it's, we should we shouldn't really complain about it. But it does like those lunchtime kickoffs start off really shit. It, like yeah, there's no. It's just like no one can be art. No one's obviously people have had a drink, but no one's like had. Not many people have chinned five pints before no. the game at that time. Right? The real, the real kind of like outlier for that was the Southampton game. Yeah, I was away. So. Another game I missed. Did you miss that? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, that obviously because we scored in the first minute, so that. Well, we missed up a bit from our from our Saturday morning slumber. Yeah. But yeah, um, Birmingham's a weird one because had such a good start to the season. Yeah, and, and then, then sacked the manager. Sack the manager yeah, yeah. Which is a great move. It's good to do that. It makes big sense actually. Because uh, John Eustace didn't align with their expectations. Uh, I don't know what their expectations are, but maybe Wayne Rooney aligns more with them having lost three on the on the trot. Uh, did beat Ipswich last time out with the Drew? Oh, the Drew. Drew, they were two 0 up. All oh, right. Oh well. They weren't two 0 up with it. Good night. <laughs> but uh, yeah, Ipswich brought it back. Oh wow. Right. But they, Chris on the on the, the the chat just there was saying that um, you couldn't actually see. They didn't actually see that much of the ball. And you can't actually see what they do on the ball that's any different. Uh, um, and I checked it out and I think they had like 30% possession. And I know Ipswich are a team that likes to dominate the ball, yeah. but it's uh, a really strange one. It's an odd one. It'd be a strange one for uh, Job as well. Yes, yeah. And Mike Dodds. And, and Mike Dodds and that Speakman. Christian Speakman, yeah. He'll probably like chef. sit on his hands if we do score. Yeah. Like, respectful applause. Oh, he'd be making the food, you'd think. <laughs> yeah. Oh, he is cooking. <laughs> yeah, you're right. But, yeah, I'm, uh, I'm just hoping that they're not going to be too buoyed by that, that, that draw against clearly rampant Ipswich. Yeah, well, if they were 2-0 up, though, yeah. like, if they come back from 2-0 down, a bit different, isn't it? But, like, Rooney's been retired, what, three, four years, maybe longer now. And, yeah. Like, with, manage, with with players that have become managers, they've got a bit of an identity. You know, you, you see it with um, the loser at Southampton. Russell Martin. Russell Martin, yeah. He's got an identity. I couldn't tell you what, <laughs> what type of football Wayne Rooney plays. I, I just find Wayne Rooney hilarious, to be honest. I like him, to be fair. Yeah, I like him. I think he's just like... I, it's just weird because he every, Everything about it post, post-retirement seems to be by accident yeah, yeah, yeah he just like fell into the derby job he didn't do a very good job at DC United I mean he effectively got sacked I mean he resigned but he resigned because they didn't qualify for the playoffs the playoffs which basically most of the team most of the league qualifies for yeah so he resigned and obviously Birmingham have gone hmm 
he's the guy for us. Yeah. He's, I mean, he's aligned with that <clears throat> it'll be a tricky one because they're a decent side <clears throat> and they seem to be not a basket case at them anymore. They seem to have been sorted out a bit by they've yeah. got some American. What's he called? Ta- uh, uh, that the, man. the the wrestler. There's a famous guy who's got something to do with him. He's American. He's a really obvious guy. Ultimate Warrior. No, he's what's Google Birmingham City. I know, I know what you're talking about. It's yeah, um. for time. Yeah, I, yeah. So I've been to Birmingham before, like so. <laughs> it is actually. It's quite. I, I like the city centre of Birmingham. Um, some good pubs, including the oh, the Shakespeare, and you've got the all oh, the Irish centre in Digbeth does a fantastic Guinness. If anyone's heading, oh no, we're home. Thousand trains. Yeah, what you said. Julie um, the quarter. Um, and then. They've got like Digbeth generally. Tom Brady. Tom Brady. There you go. Um, Brady, of course. That was good, that's really good. Um, Not a wrestler, though. No, what is he? NFL. Ah, I don't know. I don't know what that means. He played quarterback. Ah, he's he's like, complete loser. Um, Field goal. <laughs> yeah. Just touchdown. That's Craig Clark. Yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, Chris's NFL. <laughs> <laughs> um, and yeah, uh, so did we get? You mentioned the question. Did we get any other ones? Any questions. other questions? Um, I saw those on about my wait for the metro. Yeah, we had that um, from Connor on on Twitter or X, whatever. I think it's Twitter. I think it's X, formerly known as Twitter. Uh, yeah, it was Connor asks during your efficient forty-minute wait for overly warm, relaxing metro journey. Um, what could you do be doing during that time? Oh, uh, well, I. It, it, I, it was a very relaxing way this morning and the heating was on the metro which makes big sense for a full metro um, what could I do in 40 minutes could I have a beer could I have gone for a nice coffee I sound like Gino when he's doing that <laughs> this is a waste of time <laughs> he could have been in a bar I had, I had a 20 that's the 26 minute wait that's so relaxing oh Pilo as well the worst one because well, you've got if uh, any any Veterans of travelling from Shields to Sunderland will know PLO station very well. Yeah. As a kid, I used to spend quite a lot of time at PLO waiting for yeah. another metro. Yeah, yeah. And uh, so, so it came to pass on Saturday in 26 minutes. Yeah. And there's nothing to do. No. Why didn't you go to Hewith and then you would have caught your Northern Rail train home? Yeah, yeah, again, I'm pretending that, that I didn't you have walked to Hewith. Yeah. yeah, I could have yeah. just gone to Hewith and yeah, that didn't happen. And then the the train I should have caught sailed past me. Of course, it wouldn't have done that had you yes. gone to Hewitt and caught, yeah. Yeah. caught the train. Uh, you could do anything, Connor, really, in 40 minutes. You could record a podcast. Could have done, like a solo podcast, yeah. yeah. Um, we've had a question on threads. <laughs> Incredible. Because we're, we're on threads, where wise men say pod. Uh, yeah, yes. because you've left Twitter, because you've left Twitter. a loser. I've left Twitter because it's toxic. And it uh, is awful. It is horrible. Threads is great because no, it's shit. The porn bots aren't here yet. Oh, honestly, that, so, they, they are, it's mental now. Yeah, it's just horrible. Um, so we had a, a message from Guy Bailey. Uh, as an outsider, with, oh, he's an outsider. Fuck's sake. As an outsider with an interest, how is uh, Tony Mowbray regarded at the Stadium of Light? Does he need a definite playoff spot to survive, or will top ten be enough? Mm. I might be wrong, but from here it looks like. Uh, Kirill Louis-Dreyfus has an itchy trigger finger. I, I, I agree with the last part. I, I think the club would be looking for any reason to get rid of him, if I'm honest. 
Um, in many in many ways, like finishing sixth last season is yeah. the, the worst thing yeah, he could have done. Because he has to do. I, I think he probably has to do it again, and I wouldn't be surprised even if he does. Um, he'll be moved on. Um, I think he's doing a great job. I like him. He has his flaws, but we know that, and we knew that when he took over. But what manager doesn't ultimately? No. Um, I think he's doing a great job, and the club will say um, we look for progress every season. Yeah, but it was in a complete. You are allowed like an outlier, though. A complete anomaly, not anomaly. It was a complete outlier for us to finish in sixth place on sixty-nine yeah, yeah. points. And it's clear that it's not going to happen. This Despite season. the best yeah. efforts of the club trying to not get promoted, last yeah, season. the top two are tracking much better. Well, I'm not sure if they're much better than last season. Maybe. I don't know, but I think it's the playoff like pack is stronger, though. Like yeah. You've got Leeds in there, and you've got like Southampton are going to be up and around there, despite what, you know. Yeah. At this stage last season, you had, you had Burnley. Then they had a gap over, over Sheffield United, and everything else was much of a muchness. I think it's still quite condensed, um, but it's looking likely it's going to be... There's going to be a higher points total. Yeah. I think the bottom yeah. of the championship this season is worse. Yeah. Um, it seems to be, I mean, Rotherham, you know. They did draw with Ipswich the other day, though. Yeah. The 69 points this season will get you mid-table. You've got to think yeah, that. Yeah, it's 10th, 12th, I think. That they're not going to be happy with that. Um, it's a very good question, that, though. It is, actually. it is a good right. question. And it is, like... I don't think he's like universally loved because he's not done anything yet to do that. No. But he certainly, you hear a little bit of like complaints when he, I know, I know his substitutions are very, and it, it, substitutions they are very hit and miss, aren't they? His substitutions are 65 minutes. Yeah. And yeah. I know there's a lot of knockers for, for him here and it's probably this podcast that's what's one of the biggest critics of him yeah, but well, it's justified but what I don't agree with is when Hemier gets five minutes three minutes and you, what, what, there's no what point you yeah, yeah, you, know, yeah. you know and should, Tony Moby should know that he's not going to make an impact on the game in that time when he brings him on half an hour from time you think well it's a good time to bring him yeah, yeah. he did against Southampton he brought him on half an hour he should have scored he should have scored we've seen him you know we've seen him do it um, he came on in the last game as well didn't uh, last game at home, I can't remember who we played. Norwich. Uh, Norwich, yeah, and he obviously had those those chances, the header, and then the, uh, the, the, the conversion. Bit, the, conver- <laughs> the conversion that was so bad they didn't show it in the highlights. <laughs> and you know, you, know, you know you're in trouble there. But, yeah, apart from like that, I don't think there's many critics of him at all. No, yeah. and I think the job he's done is admirable, and I think. He continues to work with one hand tied behind his back. Like, in the striker situation, I know... He's not going to go in too long on this question, but we need to buy a striker in January. <laughs> and then, you know, there you go. Um, any more questions? No, that was it. That was it. Oh, that was questions? literally it. Yeah. Oh, someone asked why you left Twitter, but you've already answered. I've already answered that, yeah. Um, no, no, I didn't leave under a cloud or anything. <laughs> You can't talk about it because of the legal case is still going on. <laughs> yeah, right. I, did, I did actually sign an NDA <laughs> before, uh, before agreeing my exit from, from, a, from X. Ex, uh, exit. Exit. Um, Rixit. Richard has left, shall we say. Um, prediction? Are we going to win? 
I think we will. Um, yeah, I think we will. We just need to. I think if we do the same, same what we did against Southampton, just get yeah. get in there early. Um, but we really need to be punishing teams in that that hour of weakness. Um, I don't think there's anything that worries me too much about Birmingham. Um, no. We've got some useful players, but I think we're we've got better players, so I'm not worried too much. So prediction, I'd say three-one. I think we'll win two-nil. It's gonna have a question of the week, but I forgot. Um, I haven't really thought of one. Um, how many pints of milk do you reckon you could drink before you're sick? Um, I've, I do have a benchmark for this kind right, of okay, this right. kind of failure. Like a four liter, like a two pinter. I would say, I would say like a two pinter. So you're I'd not gonna feel well after that, really. Two pinter, you two pinter in the narrow box. Yeah. I think I could probably do one of them on in in one a four pinter. No, it's too much, much though, isn't it? I, I did um, for years. Morrison's used to sell uh, bottles of fridge, right? Uh, which they used to sell in five hundred mil bottles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They produced shrinkflation. Like seven five, I believe. Yeah, shrinkflation. They call that. Thanks, Dairy Crest. Um, used to be that used to be in the National Milk people. Right. Dairy Crest, I think. Anyway. Because uh, milk was publicly owned. Yeah, well, nationalised milk. It might actually be Muller now, fridge. Muller. Anyway, yeah, it will be. Yeah, yeah, it, is, did, yeah it, did, it is. I did two bottles of that on the bounce once, and uh, I was oh, sick. Yeah, you sick quite a lot. Yeah. yeah. I, uh, I reckon I'll do a two pint. I will just sometimes buy a small carton of milk and drink this. I love milk. Like a pint of milk. I just love a pint of milk. It's great. It's great because you look really weird as well when you drink it, especially out of a carton. Yeah. But I did it. I did, famously did it after the, midway yes. through the uh, yeah, Wise Men's um, Christmas. I, don't, I, don't, I have to say, I don't approve of that pint so. of chocolate milk halfway through eight pints. Yeah, it sorted it out. Yeah, mm-hmm. but and then the, you had yeah, the abomination. Then you had the, the horrific order where you ordered some kind of miscellaneous fish yeah. and uh, an egg naan. Uh, egg naan had a fish kebab. It's just <laughs> terrible. Just. That it was the worst order before we leave. It was the worst order <laughs> ever seen anyone do in an Indian restaurant. Was, at that point, I think I was trying to be. Yeah, sick. he's really <laughs> trying to be quite annoying for everybody else as well, and it stunk. Um, I'll, uh, I'll be we're with me and Richard, mate. We'll probably be back next week, maybe. See what happens. Um, these things happen. These things do happen. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, the lads will be back on Monday, and uh, yeah. I hope you enjoy your weekend and uh, hopefully we'll win, I guess. Thanks to Chris from We Are Birmingham Podcast. And uh, safe journey to the match for all of you blue noses coming from the West Midlands. Cheers, all the best.
deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.